always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and thank you so much for joining us for another edition of The Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. My name is J.D. Williams here in beautiful East Texas, joined by my co-host there in the Dallas area, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley, my brother in Christ. Hey, Terry, how's it going? Oh, man, it's going great, and thank you for calling me, folks. I almost missed the show, but anyway, we're moving right along. <laughs> Inside joke there, but yeah, I had to give Terry a, a, a wake-up call today, but that's okay. Uh, we're here. Uh, let me tell you something. You think that the U.S. media hides things from us? Have you ever wondered oh, if they hide stuff? Oh, no. I, no, they're just they're just straight arrows, man. These guys, you can you can take, oh, oh, this is a great joke. This is a great joke. I was just going to say you can take you can take uh, what they say to the bank and with all these bank problems that are happening oh yeah I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yeah, yeah you, I'll tell you what you can you can take it to the bank <laughs> <laughs> well um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this if you think yeah. the US media is the only media that's hiding stuff it may surprise yeah. you to know that the Israeli the Israeli media is hiding something really big today. Okay. It happened today, Ooh, and to the that. Israeli press isn't reporting it. Okay. And you know, you want to know right. why? You want to know why? Because it's yeah. going to scare the hell out of ninety nine point nine percent of every Israeli that's out there. That's why okay. they're hiding okay. the information. They're hiding okay. it, and I'm going to expose it today. All okay? right. Now Good that's. Job. That's just one of the things that, that we're going to get into. Terry, you mentioned something about a bank failure. Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, another bank, another bank uh, had an issue just yesterday. Okay. Yeah. And who was that? Uh, New Republic, I, I believe ask? it is. Yeah, I think okay. it's New Republic. Right. But let me, uh, I'll, I'll get you the exact here in in a few minutes. But sure. but anyway, uh, the New York Times is exposing this thing. And yeah. they, um, okay, this is the, I'm sorry, it was First Republic Bank. So my apologies to the bank I just did okay. for no reason, okay? that th This yeah. is the First Republic Bank, and it has caused concerns that the U.S. is on the brink of a financial catastrophe, one that could mm -hmm. resemble the 2007 and 8 crisis that led to the Great Recession. And I'm sure it's mm -hmm. Donald Trump's fault. Okay, enough on that. Mm -hmm. um, don't comment on that. Move, <laughs> we're, we are going to move on. We are going to move on. I'm just saying that the bank crisis, if you think it's over, no, it's not. And let me warn you, the Bible says things are going to get worse. And I agree that the Bible's, Bible is 100% true from Genesis through Revelation. And we are going to have a one-world government, and there will be a one-world currency. And this falling apart of the, of the banking system worldwide, basically, is going to yeah. lead to that. Okay? We are looking yeah. at the precursors. Just remember this. Just like there is a last play in any football game, there is a last person to accept Jesus Christ before the rapture of the church. Now then, yeah. you can wait around and let the rapture happen and then say, okay, well, if it happens, then I'll accept Jesus. Bad mistake. 
bad decision, terrible decision, because if you do that, you have to suffer through at least part of the seven years of tribulation. You can avoid that by simply asking the Lord to forgive you for, for your sins, telling that you know that Jesus Christ died for you on the cross, that he spent three days in the tomb. He rose again, he sits at the right hand of the Father, and he's about to come back for his church in something that's known as the rapture of the church. Terry Farley wrote about it. In Blast Off or PMR now in its fifth edition, I encourage you, uh, just go out there and bing it for T.L. Farley Books. You'll find Blast Off or PMR in its fifth edition. That'll point you to over 1,500 scriptures from over 25 different Bible versions. And I promise you, it is enlightening. It is encouraging for those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ, and it should be a motivator for those who have not. With that, we are going to get right into the news of the day. We got a bunch of it, and we're going to start out here in the United States. Listen to this. June the 1st is the date Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen says the U.S. government could run out of money if Congress fails to raise the debt ceiling. Tony Waterman reports. Now that taxes are in, Yellen knows just how much money is left. And according to the Treasury Secretary, it's only enough to get America through to the end of the month. She once again urged lawmakers to raise the debt limit so the U.S. can avoid a default, which most economists agree would have catastrophic consequences. Republicans passed a bill last month that would raise the debt ceiling in exchange for deep spending cuts. But it's a non-starter with Democrats. With the clock ticking, though, the pressure is building on both parties to reach an agreement. Tony Waterman, Texas. Okay, now, uh, the Democrats blame the Republicans, Republicans blame the Democrats. This is the same thing. We see this in, in every administration. But this is some serious stuff, okay? And if the United States does not raise the debt ceiling, then, you know, things are, are going to get worse for, for many of us. There's a lot of people out there that are on Social Security Medicare, that kind of thing. And believe me, that's the first thing they look at because they want to hurt people during these negotiations. That's that's what motivates them to go along with whatever administration efforts that there are. Biden has already said he will not negotiate with the Republicans. And that is a crime, in my opinion. They are they are an impeached man. That is a opinion, 100%. I'm not even going to ask Terry to... Uh, to comment on it. But the thing is, is that we have got to get, our government has got to start working for the United States citizen instead of working for the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. They need to be working for the United States of America. And in my opinion, neither party gives a flip about the United States citizens. All they care about is elections, being elected, having power, serving in Washington, getting, being on television, being on the radio, opening their mouth and talking about stuff that they have no idea what they're talking about. Again, my opinion. Now, we're going to move on to this one because this kind of fits in with it. Listen to this. Shortage of drugs like Adderall are growing in the United States and experts see no clear path to resolving them. For patients, that can mean treatment delays, medication switches, and other hassles filing a prescription. In recent months, unexpected demand spikes, manufacturing problems, and tight ingredient supplies have contributed to shortages that stress patients, parents, and doctors. For some drugs, such as stimulants that treat ADHD, several factors fuel the shortage and make it hard to predict when it will end. Oscar Mays reporting. Okay, now the last thing that I'm going to comment on or, or I have a news report on about stuff here in the United States has to do with our border. You remember under the last administration under President 45, he came under a huge amount of attack for trying to prevent 
the illegal immigration of people that we had no idea their intention. And, I mean, he was blasted from left to right. Well, unfortunately uh, for our current president, things are worse now than ever before, mainly because of his policies. I think that everyone can agree he stopped Trump's policies. He introduced his own, and the situation has gotten progressively worse ever since. So let's listen to this report. Shelters in a Texas city struggle to find space for migrants who authorities said have abruptly begun crossing by the thousands from Mexico, testing a stretch of the U.S. border that typically equipped to handle large groups of people fleeing poverty and violence. The pace of arrivals in Brownsville appeared to catch the city on the southernmost tip of Texas off guard, stretching social services and putting an overnight shelter in an uncommon position of turning people away. Officials say more than 15,000 migrants, mostly from Venezuela, have illegally crossed the river near Brownsville since last week. Davis Richards reporting. Also, the U.S. is to temporarily send 1,500 troops to the Mexican border. The restrictions known as Title 42 are set to be lifted on May the 11th, and this will allow U.S. authorities to rapidly expel non-Mexican migrants to Mexico without the chance to seek asylum. That uh, again, now that is lifted as of May the 11th. So we are looking at that coming up very, very quickly. So here's a report out of Fox News. Uh, by the way, that last one was from Reuters. Uh, Biden administration mm-hmm. approves uh, sending 1,500 troops to the border as Title 42 deadline uh, looms. The 90-day uh, deployment is not inconsistent with support to the border going back to the George W. Bush administration. This would also include the Obama administration. This would also include the Trump administration and would be similar to deployments to the border ordered by former President Donald Trump. The troops would be armed for self-defense but would not assist with law enforcement. In other words, they can go down there and they can look good, but they're not going to do anything. Okay, now then, uh, this says that sending troops to the border is likely to anger the left and draw more comparisons to Biden and Trump. So the the left is now going to start jumping on their own president for going up with some Donald J. Trump policies. At least that's what they're what's they're yelling about. Even though again, these troops are going down there, they're allowed to defend themselves, but they're not allowed to take take any kind of law enforcement measures, which means they can't do anything. That's stupid. Okay, so we're spe- we're spending a lot of money for them to do absolutely nothing, and it doesn't deter a soul. Nobody. So these tens of thousands that are sitting there waiting for this expiration on May the 11th, they can wait it out. Trust me, they've waited this long. They can wait a few more days, and then they come across, and there's nothing going to happen. Okay. Now, I do want to uh, also make you aware about Iran. And, you know, we've got sanctions on Iran, many sanctions. And, unfortunately, we are ignoring those sanctions. Uh, the Well, I'll let you listen to it. A dozen senators are making a bipartisan appeal to President Joe Biden to reinvigorate the power of U.S. authorities to seize Iranian oil assets under an enforcement program that they say has been allowed to languish. Despite existing sanctions, Iranian oil exports jumped 35 percent last year and proceeds are being used to sponsor attacks on U.S. citizens and service members as well as allies, the senators said in a letter to the president. 
Haley White reporting. So we're sending all this money, you know, to various countries. And the money that we're sending is being used to develop forces and weaponry to use against Americans. Now, I don't know what kind of sense that makes. I, I mean, you know, it's kind of stupid, if you ask me, but that's what we're doing, and that's what we've done for years. And, you know, it didn't help that we left a lot of uh, uh, armaments in Afghanistan when we just pulled up and ran like we were scared to death and got out of and left all of our citizens sitting over there. And we're going to be talking about Sudan, too, because we're basically doing the same thing in the Sudan. Uh, but anyway, before we get to that, I always give Terry a couple of minutes, and I'll, I'm going to I'm going to do that now. And Terry, I told you I was going to forget, and I did, so I'm still going to call it two minutes with Terry, and then you can introduce it under the real name. But um, I, I forgot how you, I forgot how you told me that you wanted it to be introduced. So you know, sue me. Here we go. Here you're up. Yeah, and it's uh, welcome to the last Christian charge. Uh, engaging the sword today, James one nineteen. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. <clears throat> Lay not up for yourself treasures upon earth, where moth and rust corrupts, and thieves break through and steal. <clears throat> Lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, <clears throat> where neither moth nor rust uh, corrupts, where thieves do not break through and steal, and uh, where your treasure is, and there will be your heart also. Therefore, I say to you, take no thought for your life, what you're going to eat or drink, uh, of nothing for your body, what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat, the body more than raiment? Behold the fowls of the air. They sow not, neither do they reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much better than they? Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit to your stature? Why do you take thought for clothes? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. Yet I say unto you that even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is today and tomorrow is gone, uh, shall he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink? Wherewithal shall we be clothed? For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you have need of all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. All these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought of things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Shall we endure or anticipate? Okay, no. and then I'm going to start you off right there. I think that's a perfect spot, actually. Uh, I, you actually took a breath right exactly when I wanted you to. <laughs> so um, anyway, we'll, we'll pick up with that in the second half of the show. I always appreciate uh, appreciate hearing the Word of God. That's the important thing. That is the main thing that we want to focus on uh, in this newscast. However, what's going on in the world is telling us what the future holds for each and every one of us, and that's something that we should never forget. Now, last time, uh, Terry, we were talking in Matthew chapter 24, and as you can see on screen there, for those of you following us in visual form, we've got it Matthew 24, 29 through 31, and uh, now this was uh, something that, that we discussed in detail in the last show, that this these verses are actually about what happens after the rapture has occurred and 
after the tribulation has occurred. And, you know, this is a little bit confusing for people. We tried to, we tried to explain that as best we could. And if you missed that, go to www.lastchristian.net. That's www.lastchristian.net, and you'll be able to find this last presentation. You can also do the same thing on YouTube. If you uh, are on YouTube, be sure to subscribe to the channel, like the videos, comment on them, but share them with your friends and family, because it may be the only time that they hear the Word of God. You just never know. And it is uh, something that, that we are supposed to do as Christians, is share the Word of God. And this is a real easy way to do it, very easy way. All you got to do is just share the video and people will see it. Now then, uh, Terry, today I want to get into Matthew 24 verses 32 through 35, something that you have been looking forward to, sir. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to to read this for everybody and then we'll get into it a little bit. Okay. Now remember in verse 31, they talked about the end of the world coming. Now watch what Jesus does. He comes in in verse 32, and he begins to change the picture and what's going on. And he says, now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender. Now remember, he's already talked about the end has already happened over there in the last verse. But he says, when this branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer's near. So you also, when you see all these things that are happening, in other words, if the end hadn't come yet, he's bringing you back into it. Know that it is near at the doors. What's he talking about? Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. All this is going to happen. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Okay, so he's setting up the scene for you. He's showing you the end is going to come. All these things are going to happen. But while these things are happening, there's going to come this period of time that he's inserting in and giving you an overview of that something else is about to happen. Amen. Amen. And, you know, uh, Terry, some people will say, well, you know, that's that's he took it out of order. You know, uh, in other words, you know, uh, he is talking about something. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. Well, yeah, it does. And I want, you can go to your own life. Okay, you're telling a story to somebody, okay, and you're, you're, you're talking to them, and you're giving them a lot of information, and then you have this thought, oh, I need to talk about that. You know, as an example, Terry says that all the time. As an example, okay. Well, as an example, you go back, and, and he starts talking about something else to bring it up, bring it back into focus again. Mm -hmm. So uh, he's talked about the rapture of the church early on. He talked about uh, the tribulation having occurred. Mm -hmm. Now he's going to go back. Okay. Now he's going to go back again and start talking about the rapture again, about uh, Mm -hmm. bringing everything together. So Terry, I want you to explain that just a little bit more, if if you don't mind, and then uh, then we'll we'll move on to a couple more things in news. But we are not done with this by a long shot. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, what we're going to be doing is picking up in 35 and going forward on that into the passage where Jesus gets in to the actual detail and describes what is going to take place when the rapture happens, right. Joel has been very kind to people by saying, if you don't get saved, if you don't accept Jesus before the rapture, you're going to have to spend at least some time during the tribulation. The 
reason he says that <laughs> is what he's what he's being sweet about. Now I was born up north with the Yankees, so I'm not nearly <laughs> as nice as him. And what he's saying is that the reason you may only spend part time part of the tribulation is because you may end up dying a miserable death right. during the tribulation. Right. In fact, most people most people the Bible describes in Revelation beginning in chapter six, most people are going to die. Uh, during the tribulation, right. whether they're Christians or not. Now, if you're a Christian, it's going to be worse off for you than anybody. You might as well have a, a mark on your head because they're going to be searching for you and killing you because you won't accept the Antichrist and so forth. But but that's what's going to happen. But you don't have to go through that grief. That's why he talks about the springtime and the trees beginning to blossom and so mm -hmm. forth. Oh, gee, that sounds really not. What's that all about? And that's the rapture. Right. And, and I you, could go on, but I won't. <laughs> well, uh, what Terry just said there, the, the persecution of Christians, you think it's bad now anywhere in the world? I mean, pick any location in the world anywhere. It's going to be a million times worse after the rapture yeah. of the church. Okay. So yeah. if you, if you think that things are going to be rosy for you, okay, I accept Jesus Christ after the rapture. No, I'm sorry. Your life is going to be a living hell. It, you know, you're going to be running. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have anything to eat. You're going to have a hard time finding anything to drink. You're not going to be able to find employment. Everybody's going to be looking around trying to turn you in because there's going to be all kinds of incentive and I'm assuming financial and also. But anyway, you are going to be hunted. You are going to be prosecuted. You are going to be convicted. And you are going to be beheaded. Okay, so please. Yeah. Under, and let, yeah, and let me, yeah. go, let go me ahead. throw this in uh, to encourage those who are listening to this and the rapture's already happened. There's right. a beautiful verse <laughs> that says that, says the, that the uh, sufferings of this present age are not worthy to be compared to what God has for those who love him Amen. and those who will be with him. So Amen. if you're there, don't worry, just go ahead and suffer. It's going to it'll be over in a little bit, and then you're going to be with Jesus forever. So it's worth the suffering. So if you've accepted Jesus and, and it's already ha the rapture's already happened, praise God. Thank you, Jesus, for this soul who's hearing this message afterwards. And may, may he glorify or she glorify you uh, in, in their lives in this time they have left to tell people about Jesus. Amen. before you get to come to heaven with us. Amen and amen. And uh, what he's, Terry is talking about there is we are hoping that some of these broadcasts survive after the yes. uh, rapture does occur and during the time of the Great Tribulation. And, it, you know, if you are watching this and things have gotten out of control and people disappeared all of a sudden and all hell is breaking loose all over the world, know this, if you accept Jesus Christ, yeah, you've still got to go through what you're going through right now, but eventually you're going to end up with us. You you win in yeah. the end. We already won, but you, will, you will win in the end. Okay. Um, now, I want to just kind of hint at the breaking news that I got. Okay. Yeah. I'm I'm still not gonna I'm still not gonna do it yet because I want people to I want people to hang on until uh, the second half of the show. But um, earlier um, there has been an, an attack. In Israel, this is breaking news. It it is uh, it is underway um, as we speak. Okay, as we speak, it, this is continuing. Oh, yeah. And now, yeah. um, 
I have been saying for a long time, Terry and I have been discussing this for a long time, that there will be uh, missile attacks on Israel and that the plan that they have in place, this is not something that is a guess. This is something that the Iranians are talking about in public. They're making this public knowledge that they intend to begin to launch missiles at Israel from the north, south, east, and west by their proxies. And they're going to do it in such a way that the Iron Dome will run out of ammunition within two to three hours to where they can go ahead with an onslaught. That's their plan. Now, their plan's not going to work. I want to make that clear. Their plan's not going to work, but that's the plan. Now, uh, in the past, and we have discussed this too, Israel has a thing called the Iron Dome. And the Iron Dome is known for uh, taking down a huge percentage of uh, the rockets that are fired by these militants from all over the place, including the uh, Gaza Strip and all that. Now, usually... And this is, this is coming out of Israel now. Usually, the Iron Dome is able to take down 90 to 95% of all missiles fired at it. It's very unusual um, for a missile to actually hit a, uh, an area that is inhabited. It just doesn't happen. And, and you've got to, you, you kind of have to give that, uh, that work over to God. Is God is going to protect Israel, okay? Mm-hmm. So 90 to 95% is what they are usually taking down. Now then, there was a barrage fired this morning, okay? There were 22 missiles that were fired. 22. The um, Iron Dome, the Iron Dome um, effectively took down Four of them. Four. Sixteen missiles hit Israel. Out of 22, 16 found their mark. Okay? Now, I'm going to talk about that in the second half of the show. And I want, first of all, I want people to understand that this doesn't scare me. This doesn't surprise me. This doesn't mean that God gave up on Israel. What this does is it highlights the fact that we here on earth, we don't have the power to do what God is going to do when he destroys the Gog and Magog coalition that comes into Israel. He himself, by himself, is going to destroy that on the mountains of Israel. No one is coming to Israel's aid. No one. And this today is going to convince a lot of Israelis that they're in trouble. Because the information that I have, that I'm going to tell you guys about in the second half of the, of, of the show, is going to scare everyone except the enemies of Israel. The enemies of Israel are going to love this information. And why am I sharing it? Because I'm not afraid for Israel. Okay, Mm -hmm. I am not afraid. I know God will protect them. God said that once Israel has returned to the land, they will not be cast out of it. Okay, so I know that by telling you this, by giving you this information, all I'm doing is sharing with you the fact that the Mm -hmm. world can't help Israel, but 
They mm-hmm. have that ally, that will, and that never slumbers and never sleeps, and that Amen. is the Lord God Almighty. We'll be back Amen. right after the break with the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. Attention podcasters, influencers, media personalities, content creators, and aspiring or existing radio personalities. KRRB Revelation Radio now offers the opportunity to broadcast or syndicate both new or existing shows to all 50 states and more than 160 countries around the world. And if you currently operate a radio station, we offer you the opportunity to add several popular shows in virtually every genre for broadcast on your station. Choose programming from 30 minutes to two hours with each internationally syndicated show adding quality content sure to grow your listening audience. We even have excellent optional services to help you promote your show or station. These services are not only designed for audio use on the radio, but also include tools for use on social media, even YouTube. For more information, visit www.revelationradio.net or email the Ustreamit LLC broadcast network at office at ustreamit.net today. And thanks again for joining us for the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams here in beautiful East Texas, and joining me there in the Dallas area, my brother in Christ, my co-host, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. Uh, Terry, I'm still not going to tell people. Uh, I told you really quick uh, between the first segment and the second exactly what's happening there, and I think you agree with me that it's pretty serious. But um, yes, and, it is. Yeah. Anyway, uh, first of all, before we do that, uh, I want to get back into uh, Matthew, uh, Matthew twenty-four verses thirty-two through thirty-five, and then you can continue on if you want to. I go just call me. You know, tell me, <laughs> tell me that you want it. It's there. I've got uh, thirty-six through thirty-nine available as well. So anyway, here it yeah, is right. uh, Matthew twenty-four thirty-two through thirty-five, uh, and you do with that as you wish. Okay. Now learn this parable from the fig tree. When its branch has already become tender and puts forth leaves, you know that summer is near. So you also, when you see all of these different things going on, know that it is near at the doors. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Amen. Yeah, and if we could have uh, the next passage. Well, even before we move on to that, Terry, ahead, yeah. um, even before, um, yeah. I, want to, I want to focus on um, verse 34. Assuredly, I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all these things take place. What generation are they talking about and what things is is uh, Jesus talking about? Specifically, what things is he talking about? Sure, sure. Uh, He's talking about all of the things that he's named, which are now all happening. You can go back and look at the list. Uh, Certainly pestilences, uh, wars, rumors of wars, Mm -hmm. all of these different items that he warns are coming, uh, and they've all happened in throughout history. The difference is that now in our generation, the time we are now living, they're all not only happening one after another again and again and again, but they are converging into a mass 
worldwide catastrophe. Right. This is what's taking place. You know, people say, you know, it seems like it's getting worse. That's because it is. <laughs> That's getting because worse. it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's not. It's not. It's not your imagination. Right. You're not thinking. Right. You know, years ago when I first became a Christian back in the seventies, these things were all happening. But they weren't happening one on top of another over and over again. And Guess again, the focus here is Israel, you know, and, and what Israel That's sees. That's right. You know, That's right. When, when you put it into the context, you know, you put yourself in Jerusalem. As a, as a citizen mm -hmm. of Jerusalem and you look around, mm -hmm. all this stuff is happening and you know about it. And you see it's all mm -hmm. crushing down, okay? And mm -hmm. as far as the generation goes, he's talking about the rapture. Okay, he's talking mm -hmm. a, a, about the the great tribulation period, and even more, he's talking about when it comes back uh, for for the mm -hmm. second time. One generation gets to see that, and we firmly yes. believe we firmly yes. believe we are that generation right now. We're yes. it. Okay, we are seeing yeah. everything unfold right in front of our eyes. Okay, now you called for uh, verses thirty six through thirty nine, so here it is, Terry. It's all yours. Good. Okay, but of that day and hour. No one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came and took them all the way, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. There's some key hints in here about what's going on. It says of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven. Okay, only my Father. But it's going to be like the days of Noah when they were marrying, given in marriage. All of these things were happening. And what happens is in that time is when not only will the shout happen, but it will happen, and immediately the tribulation will begin to ensue. I'm inserting my own opinion there. Right. This is there are people who say, well, the rapture happens, and it could be months or years mm -hmm. before the tribulation begins. I believe I have found a key passage, which we will get into sometime, okay. where it shows and describes that it's actually going to happen all at once. The rapture is going to happen, and the tribulation is going to begin. Okay, and so, I don't um, question I don't question you knowing that, but I would really appreciate yeah. it if maybe yeah. in the next show if you can if you can find that that particular scripture and well, I and we'll, know right where it is. <laughs> okay, if, if 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 you know if you know the scripture, go ahead and give it and um and we'll you know okay read from it and or whatever. We've, we've, we have briefly talked about this passage early on when we first began this work. Okay, uh, you, we've talked about it, but you you've gone leaps and bounds in terms of your studies and so forth. This may be a little bit easier for you, but if we go to First Thessalonians chapter four, uh, ver I'm sorry, chapter five, and starting verses one through five, you know that passage, I think. Yes, yes. That's where it talks about how people are going to be saying peace and safety, peace yeah. and safety. Yeah, and, and that, Jesus um, said, I'm, I'm going to jump in on that right. I'm going to jump in on yeah. that one right now because I still yeah. am confused yeah. about this peace and safety thing. And sure. we, we've sure. we've touched on it a couple of times, and I don't want we just don't have time to talk about it today. But yeah. I do want yeah. to talk about it in the next show because that's confusing, 
and I'm okay. getting a ton okay. of emails saying Terry has okay. disqualified the okay. rapture from okay. happening anytime soon. And so we're going to have to get into that, no, Terry. No, and, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, but anyway, go ahead. Go okay, ahead. well, I'm just saying, I, I'm telling you what people are saying, not what you're saying, sure. what people sure. are saying when they write me. Mm -hmm. So yeah. we've got to touch on that because this peace and safety thing is driving people insane, and they say sure. that... Uh, you know, if you follow that, that the rapture mm -hmm. can't happen right now. It just can't. So mm -hmm. we have got to mm -hmm. clean that up. Mm -hmm. You you point mm -hmm. to it, and then we never mm -hmm. clean it up. So we've got to mm -hmm. clean that one up. Okay, now, um, I do want to get back into the news because it's very, very important today. There's a lot of stuff going yes. on that we simply must uh, that, that we simply must get into. And we're going to begin in the Sudan, and I have a reason for this, so let, let's go ahead and listen to this. Hundreds of Americans fleeing two weeks of deadly fighting in Sudan reached the East African nation's port Saturday in the first U.S.-run evacuation, completed a dangerous land journey under escort of armed drones. American unmanned aircraft, which have been keeping an eye on overland evacuation routes for days, provided armed overwatch for a bus convoy carrying 200 to 300 Americans over 500 miles or 800 kilometers to Port Sudan, a place of relative safety, U.S. officials said. Guy Davis reporting. Okay, now, there's there's a lot more to this Sudan thing. I want to, I want to put the map back up here again. First of all, I'm going to put the Sudan map up. Okay. Now, yeah. um, you have to look to the, uh, again, if you're, if you're not seeing this in visual form and you want to, go to www.lastchristian.net, www.lastchristian.net or to our YouTube channel, uh, and you will see this. Uh, top right-hand corner, you see Saudi Arabia. That kind of puts everything into perspective of, of the map that mm -hmm. you're looking at here, and you see mm -hmm. Sudan. All right, now then, mm -hmm. I'm going to put the Middle East map up here now to um, to replace that one. So let me do that here real quick. And you can see mm -hmm. now uh, Sudan in the bottom left-hand corner. But if you go mm -hmm. straight up, straight up, you'll notice you see mm -hmm. Israel there, uh, Egypt, mm -hmm. uh, Egypt to the left of Israel, Iraq, Iran, mm -hmm. um, Saudi Arabia, uh, Syria, Turkey, all surrounding mm -hmm. Israel. So you can see that Sudan is right there. And also, this is um, where um, the attack is going to come from, north, south, east, and west mm -hmm. of Israel. Okay, mm -hmm. it, all, it all hinges right there. And Sudan is a big part of it. That This is what mm -hmm. was kind of hidden from us, I think, uh, as we were discussing uh, Sudan for several weeks, uh, you know, I, I never really considered Sudan as being a, maybe a spark, but I think that maybe it just could be, you know, it's, it's really, it's really hard to figure out. So, um, uh, now this leads us into what I was talking about before with, uh, with what's going on in Israel. Okay. Um, and I'm going to let you guys know that it's very, very serious what's going on in Israel. Mm -hmm. There is an anonymous group, and I'm going to put another picture up here on screen to let you guys see this. this these are missiles. These are missiles mm -hmm. that are coming in to Israel, not being fired from it. Mm -hmm. these, are, mm -hmm. these are missile strikes in Israel. Okay, That's kind of scary. Remember what I told mm -hmm. you about the... Uh, about the Iron Dome, 
okay, and mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be able to stop all this kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, here's the report, and this is something that uh, it's just beginning to be released in the Jerusalem mm-hmm. Post. Again, this is breaking news coming out of Israel happening right now. The hacker group Anonymous Sudan, Anonymous Sudan, not Anonymous that we're, you know, we've heard of that group before, but this is Anonymous Sudan, okay? The -hmm. hacker group Anonymous Sudan claimed to have hacked Israel's rocket warning systems, including the Iron Dome, and said on its Telegram channel that it, it had succeeded in taking down the websites of the rocket warning services Uh, as well as targeting some of their smartphone apps. All four sites are still down at this time. And at the time of this broadcast, those those apps Mm -hmm. that warn people are still down across Mm -hmm. Israel. Okay. It further said that it had taken down so many alert systems that the Iron Dome, Israel's primary air defense system, wasn't getting its full alerts, thus preventing it from intercepting everything. A total of 22 Mm -hmm. rockets were fired from Gaza into Israel in the latest barrage. Of these, only four were intercepted, with 16 landing in open fields and two hitting an urban area. According to the Israeli media reports, this gave the Iron Dome a success rate of just 67% compared to its usual 90 to 95%. The IDF is currently investigating the reason for this. Uh, never mm-hmm. in the history of the Iron Dome has such a large proportion of missiles been allowed to enter. That's what Anonymous Sudan is writing. While the exact success rate of the Iron Dome in its recent rocket barrage is unclear, at least two rockets did strike urban areas in Israel. Mm-hmm. The hacker group did issue what it described as an apology for this most recent cyber attack, saying it should have been faster. We sincerely apologize that we were a bit late in bringing down the alarm system due to the current weakness of the Internet in Sudan, and unfortunately, there is a great deal of outage. They further said they're working on more attacks on Israel's Internet, noting that they have achieved success thus far. We are 100% sure that there have been disturbances in the Internet. Expect an internet outage at any moment. That's what they're telling the Israeli citizens. Expect your internet to go down. Okay, um, so this is this is significant. Okay, this is very very significant, and it's very very scary. The Israeli citizens are used to getting alerts whenever there is an attack coming, and there are. Uh, what are they, Terry, fallout shelters or, or uh, mm-hmm. I don't know, bomb yeah. shelters, whatever, all yeah. over yeah. Israel. Okay, and all of them mm-hmm. are within reach within seconds. People, I mean, no matter mm-hmm. where you are in Israel, they have these these places because of the fact they're under attack every day of the year, 365 mm-hmm. days a year, and they mm-hmm. can issue an alert to their citizens. Their citizens go to the shelters. Mm-hmm. They uh, mm-hmm. withstand the barrage, the Iron Dome takes down 90 to 95% of what's fired at them, and all is good. Now, mm-hmm. n- not only is the Iron Dome being hampered from taking down these missiles, but now the citizens mm-hmm. aren't even getting reports. You know, they're not mm-hmm. getting any warnings until they see the missile mm-hmm. coming at them. 
so they can't get to a bomb shelter. This is troublesome unless, unless you understand that God will not allow Israel to be destroyed. They can try all they want to. They can hack everything they want to. God says you can't kick them out. Harry, go ahead. I know you got a comment. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anonymous Sudan is shooting itself in the foot. They shouldn't be telling what they're able to do. That is dumb. That's number one. Number two, Israel isn't saying anything because Israel's smart. We don't know. In fact, I was going to ask you, what kind of timing do we have on this? Was this this morning? Was it, you see what I'm saying? Well, do we know depending. the exact it That's, depending and, and, on. But, but let me. I'll make. Let me. Okay. Yeah, let me make my. Po my okay. point is in this world of instantaneous knowledge. Uh, you know, the last thing the Su Sudan Anonymous needs to be doing is saying, "Oh, it's kind of like two guys in a ring fighting." Okay, if if the one fighter hits the other fighter, he doesn't tell him. You know, oh boy, you really hit me on that one. I got really hurt. You know, he doesn't tell him, you know, and the guy that does the punching and throws the punch, he doesn't say, oh, boy, look at me. Look at so good. I because he knows that guy can come back at any second, which I want to jump in on that. They said any moment. Does that ring a bell? Have you yeah, ever heard that well, phrase any moment before? Yeah, but but the, <laughs> the, the, one, the one thing I've got to say, though, is, you know, what you Go just ahead. said is really good yeah. for everybody here yeah. in the United States. It's really good. Yeah. It's really good for yeah. everybody in the Ukraine, in, in the Ukraine, yeah. even in Europe yeah. Yeah. or Asia or whatever. It's not good yeah. for the Israelis. It's not. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. they they are the ones that are experiencing these missiles coming in. You ask me about yeah. when it's happening. Yeah. All I can say yeah. is we've got affiliates all over the world that play this show at various times of the day and night. At the time of this recording, at the time we're yes. doing this, this is underway. Yeah. Whether or not yeah. you hear this. When you're when uh, we initially broadcast it, it'll be breaking news. Tomorrow it won't yes. be. I have no idea when you're yeah. listening to it. Now yeah. I can tell you sure. what report that Israel is getting. This is coming from the Israeli uh, media. Okay, here's what yeah. they say. Yeah. This is the whole thing. You ready for this? This okay. is the whole I'm report. 100% of it. Okay. 22 rockets fired in three minutes, and the latest barrage by the Gaza terrorist groups. This is by the Israeli National News. At least 22 yeah. rockets were fired from Hamas-ruled Gaza Strip at southern Israel in a three-minute period this mm -hmm. afternoon. The rockets activated mm -hmm. the red alert sirens in many communities in the south. According to the IDF, the Iron Dome missile defense system intercepted four of the rockets while 16 landed. That's it. That's mm -hmm. their whole report. So mm -hmm. for people mm -hmm. living in Israel, four out of 16 or, you know, four out of 22 is not good. 16 hitting is mm -hmm. not good. And that's not what they're used mm -hmm. to getting. At all. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Real quick, Terry, it's time for you again. Okay. For the last okay. Christian charge, part Good number man. two, uh, give Terry Good this man. opportunity uh, in uh, each part of the show. And Terry, your time starts right now. Shall we endure or should we anticipate? Now, learn a parable of the fig tree when his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves. You know summer's near. So likewise, when you shall see all these things that are happening, know that it is near, even at the doors. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. But of that day and hour knows no man, not the angels 
angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying, giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two men, a women shall be grinding the mill, the one shall be taken, the other left. Watch therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord does come. Took in verse 39 is simply took took them all away. The word taken in verses 43 through 44 is the Greek paralambano, to receive near, to associate with oneself in any familiar or intimate act or relation. Remember Jesus said in John 14, 1 through 3, he said, I'm going to bring you unto me. Okay, by analogy, to assume an office, to learn, to receive, to take unto, as Jesus said, or to take with. Thus we shall be taken at the rapture unto unto promotion, while the world shall suffer as a house being broken into, suffering loss across the entire earth. And Jesus declared in Mark 13, lest don't coming suddenly he finds you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all, watch, he's coming as a thief to those who do not believe, but delivering all of us who do believe from this present evil age on the day that must be called today, Galatians 1.4. His shingle is out now. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. And amen. Okay, uh, got a lot more news for you, but I got a little bit of time. Yeah. Okay, just a yeah. little bit of time and a lot of news. So uh, I'm just going to run through these very, very quickly here and just kind of read them off uh, to where you guys yeah. will know what's what's going on out there. Um uh, Sudan, uh, humanitarian aid is reaching them for the very first time. However, uh, the, uh, the evacuations are continuing. Uh, we also have a Ugandan minister. Uh, this is someone that's very close to the leadership there who was actually assassinated by his own bodyguard. Now, I, you know, I've often wondered what would happen here in the United States if a Secret Service agent went rogue. You know, and, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, uh, please don't, don't think that I'm encouraging that. I'm not in any way. But I've always wondered about it. And, you know, this is uh, no matter who the president was. Okay. I've always wondered. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. you never you never know. People, There's a evil people in the world in, in everything. You know, yeah. there's good people and there's bad yeah. people. I, I know. I know. Yeah. I repeated something that a former president said, but it's true. Okay. There's good and bad mm -hmm. people on every side of every issue. Okay. <laughs> um, then, um, digging deep there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Um, anyway, um, also, Ukrainian uh, drones are striking inside of Russia. You might think that's a good thing. I think it's a bad thing. It just gives uh, Putin more excuse to be able to use the tactical nuclear weapons that, that he wants mm -hmm. to use. Um, Russian casualties, the United States government is actually um, talking about them. Um, and, and also, uh, there's a mercenary group in Russia uh, that uh, it's called the Wagner Group. They, are, they have been mm -hmm. uh, active uh, in the Ukraine, and now there's problems with them. I am going to play you those reports really quick. Let's listen to this. The U.S. estimates over 20,000 Russian soldiers have been killed in Ukraine since December. Washington says intelligence suggests 80,000 more have been wounded.
The Russian okay. oligarch behind the Wagner private paramilitary group fighting for the Kremlin in Ukraine is threatening a mutiny if his forces are not resupplied with ammunition soon. Yevgeny Prigozhin, owner and curator of the Wagner Group, penned a letter to Russian Defense Minister Sergei Shoig, demanding ammunition be provided to his forces on the battlefield. There was no immediate public response from Shoigu or the Kremlin. Harry Michaels reporting. And if you think Russia is going <clears> to <throat> allow the Wagner Group or whoever to leave, you're crazy. Mm. Okay. Um, mm. Also, I continue to say that uh, the Ukraine's going to fall no matter what. Uh, I mean, mm. it just makes sense. I don't see any way that Russia can put together the great uh, Gog and Magog coalition if they if they lose in the Ukraine. And all of these yeah. bad things that seem to be happening to Russia may actually be the spark that causes Russia to use tactical yeah. nuclear weapons to end that, to where they can mm -hmm. move on. You've already seen uh, Sudan. Okay, we talked about it. Sudan has got the civil yeah. war going on. Now they've got this yeah. anonymous group that's in charge of mm -hmm. taking down their internet of Israel. They're taking down the the Iron Dome in Israel and they're allowing mm -hmm. missiles to be launched from the Gaza Strip. Now, the Gaza Strip is not in Syria. The Gaza Strip yeah. is in Israel, okay? So, yeah. in other words, when they took this down, they knew what was happening in the Gaza Strip, mm -hmm. and they're doing that un while they're having a civil war. You don't think that they're paying a lot of attention to Israel? You better think again, real quick, okay? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, uh, the Afghan government uh, is now requesting to meet uh, in Pakistan with Chinese uh, ministers there, uh, taking part mm -hmm. in this conference are China, France, Germany, India, Indonesia, Iran, Japan, Kazakhstan, uh, Kyrgyzstan, Norway, Pakistan, Qatar, Russia, Saudi Arabia, Pakistan, Turkey, Turkmenistan, the United Arab Emirates, Britain, the United States, Uzbekistan, the European Union, and the Organization of Islamic Cooperation. The only people not uh, invited are the Taliban. That's it. Other than that, everybody's involved in it. Okay, and I don't see anything good coming out of that. Um, yeah. The media uh, in Israel is ignoring the six hundred thousand Israelis that rallied in favor of judicial reform in Israel. It was peaceful, positive demonstration at which hundreds of thousands of people recited Shema. That's S. H Shima. Okay. Shima mm -hmm. in uh saying and listened to speakers. They listened to speakers mm -hmm. and even picked up the trash before they left. The um uh, mm -hmm. is Israeli uh, it says what is what is a mainstream media saying about it? Israelis mm -hmm. rally for 17th week against judicial overhaul plans. That's from the Associated Press. Tens of thousands of Israelis protested judicial overhaul proposals Saturday in the 17th week rally against Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's uh, governing coalition. They didn't pay it a lick of attention to this group of more than 600,000 that were protesting in favor of. Okay, Hundreds of thousands... Yeah, hundreds of thousands of Israelis protesting in support of reform isn't a story. This is according, again, to uh, Israeli media that is trying to get out there, okay? Hundreds of thousands of Israelis protesting in support of reform isn't a story. But 
tens of thousands of lefties protesting against it. Well, that's news. That's how they that's how they introduced that. So you can see that the that the the media, uh, just like here in the United States and all over the world, they have their line. They have their morning conference call. This is what we're going to talk about. This is how you're going to spin it, and everything else doesn't count. They are not going to mention yeah. stories that they don't want. Got another report here about Iran going after uh, Israel again. Um, and it says that Iran spends about $100 million a year and support its operations uh, with the Palestinians. So uh, we, we know what that's about, right? Um, still looking through here, Russia uh, has uh, struck in the Ukraine, uh, damage to a lot of buildings here. Uh, Ukrainians are playing it down when they take a hit. The Russians are playing it down when they take a hit. And uh, this news agency that is writing all this stuff, Reuters, they say they can't they can't confirm anything from either side at all. Um, tw- it says that 20,000 troops, Russian troops, have been killed in the Eastern in, uh, offensive against, okay? Yeah. Anyway, a whole lot more going on. I told Terry before we got going, we weren't going to have time to cover 25% of it. I think I got to 15. So there's yeah. just a whole lot going on. If we are given another show, if we're given another day, we will be back with another report. Remember, we deliver the news that the media doesn't want you to hear. So be sure and tune in to the last Christian newscast and radio show, and we'll tell you what's really going on. Unless, of course, the rapture happens. If the rapture happens, I hope this survives to where you can understand and you will accept Jesus Christ, your Lord and Savior. So until next time, uh, we do appreciate you joining us today, and we hope that you'll join us again for the next edition of The Last Christian Newscast and Radio Show. Thanks so much for joining us. Good night, and God bless. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show, and be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here and at www.lastchristian.net until the trumpet sounds.